And welcome back to Get, get ready, ready to, to Get Tricked. <laughs> oh my gosh, Nicole, it's so nice to be here with you again. Yes, um, my favorite always. part of the month, truly. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll peek behind the kimono here a little bit. Um, it's been a while since we've released an episode. You know, we both both got a little busy. We were both mm-hmm. in some shows. Yes, we had were. Had a lot had a lot going on and then we did actually uh record this episode mm-hmm. as well as the next episode uh but my recording got corrupted so yeah the, here, the ogres came for it they did they did they, i don't think they <laughs> liked what we had to say um or maybe they did and they were just like this is too good we can't you're sharing can't let, too many of our trade secrets <laughs> we can't let this get out into the world <laughs> Uh, so we are re-recording uh, mm-hmm. episode seven. We're going to also be re-recording episode eight, but that just means uh, you guys are going to get even more better quality than uh, what the original ones were. Mm-hmm. And hundred percent, exactly. And in the meantime, you know, uh, I don't know if Nicole did, but I did a little bit more research, did a little bit more deep dive in, watched mm-hmm. some interviews, and so maybe I have a little bit more to add than you would have gotten in the original recording of the episode. I have a list of swamptastically interesting fun facts, so. Oh, I'm very (laughs) ready for those. I'm so excited for you to drop those on me. Absolutely. Um, So the the last time we left off, uh, we were just approaching the dragon's castle. Yes. uh, This dark, ominous castle. A very stark uh, contrast to what we saw with Captain Farquaad's episode. Yeah, yeah, because as you mentioned, like all of those straight angles were happening at Farquaad's castle mm-hmm. and the whole village, too. And at the minute we see this castle, we already see these kind of like parapets and, mm-hmm. you know, the circle. And they're, they're still jagged and sharp edges, but in a more sinister way. So like just right off the bat, the animation is already telling us everything we need to know. Right, exactly. And I think, uh, and again, it's just another testament to the animators that the the architecture in this film just mm-hmm. is so nice. It's just mm-hmm. so, it's so pleasantly pleasing, um, especially for a, it's a CGI film that came out in 2001. Like, yeah, we looks... cannot stress that enough, y'all. This came out in 2001 and it is still this good. It looks amazing. It yeah. just looks so, so good. Uh, I love the fact that Shrek throws out a little, uh, like, realty joke, uh, like a realtor joke. (laughs) It's like, but look at the look at the location, you know. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if that's close enough to a good school district or not, but right. Unfortunately, I don't. Probably has the right amount of bathrooms. Oh, absolutely! (laughs) It definitely has the right amount of bathrooms. It probably has like a nice big garage. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, at least three cars. At, le- at least three dragons worth uh, of a garage, just in case you want to add a couple of extra dragons to the family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. We, we we are talking about the we are talking about the dragon today, which I'm very excited yes. about. 
Yeah, I'm so excited. And we kind of start off this this scene right off the bat with Donkey using humor to deflect. Um, and, and it is very obvious this poor creature is in a situation that terrifies him to his core. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the, the, the really cool thing about Donkey is that he is ride or die. He, he is ride or die. And even oh, yeah. though he is terrified and he is using humor to deflect, which we'll see a couple times through this um, entire this scene here, is he is in it. Like, there is no question in his mind that he's not going to do this. Right. It's exactly. just that he is terrified of it. And that's yes. just like, I mean, we are still early in the Shrek and Donkey friendship, but we are seeing the roots of something really special happening already. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that um, <clears throat> the one thing that we do see here is exactly like you said, like Donkey is like ride or die. Like he is, even though he is terrified, mm-hmm. like as as anyone would be uh, yeah. coming up to this very dark and Over ominous A boiling lake of lava. <laughs> literally a boiling lake of lava, which looks fantastic, by the way. So good. Um, the lava animation just looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just very much like he is on this quest with Shrek because mm-hmm. Shrek is, the f- again, the first person that has ever given him the time of day yeah. and has allowed him to tag along with him. And so, yeah, I think it's I, I, it makes perfect sense that Donkey, even though this is – a dangerous, uh, dangerous situation for him to be in. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that he would would still continue to tag tag along with Shrek. Yeah, yeah, and and I love that. Um, the minute we get onto the bridge itself, you know, when they 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 get past, you know, the initial shock of it all, mm-hmm. and they get onto that bridge, the rickety bridge Oof. over a boiling lake of lava. <laughs> Oof. Oof. We see not only donkey's like devotion to doing what shrek needs of him in this moment but we also see we we start seeing shrek's devotion right back mm-hmm. and shrek kind of having a little bit of empathy and but it, in his own way and yeah. kind of understanding what it is donkey needs and being able to give it to him in that way yeah it's uh, yeah. taunting and it's <laughs> and it's a little uh, rude at times, but Shrek mm-hmm. gives Donkey exactly what he needs to get across that bridge. Right, exactly. It's um, y- you know, I think that when there when there is a dynamic with a friend group, right, mm-hmm. and there is a person that is a little more timid than other mm-hmm. people, sometimes it is nice to push them out of their comfort zone, yeah. right. Does Shrek do it in a way that is healthy? No, but again, we are still at the very beginning of their friendship, right? Yeah, and there yeah. are like, you know, there you have to learn, right? You have to lo- learn and you have to grow with your friends as yeah. they learn and grow with you. And while Shrek may not be doing it in the correct way for Donkey, mm-hmm. he's doing it in a way that makes sense to him and he knows that he he knows he is not going to harm donkey right if something bad were to happen shrek would be there in an instant to save him 100 so, 
he's really not putting Donkey in any danger. He's pushing Donkey to to get over this bridge, to get past this lava, because the, he and knows push that, past the fear. Yeah, exactly, because he knows Donkey can do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, which is, which is really good. It, it like you said, it does really show that uh the that empathetic side of Shrek. Yeah, like it, he's not really letting it out in the right way but but he's got it he's got that empathy there mm-hmm. exactly and you know when they do finally get past the lava and uh donkey uh shrek is like that'll do donkey that'll do you know mm-hmm. get that nice little babe reference in there get that i nice love little, that uh, got that nice <laughs> love little... the reference and i love what it stands for too like in that moment it, it's not only like pride that shrek feels mm-hmm. in donkey but camaraderie, I think. Yeah. And and that's just really sweet. And I think a lot of relationship was built on that bridge between the yes. two of them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100%. And after after they do get across that bridge, they, they do make it into the castle finally. And, yeah. I th- you know, the, li- the lighting, it just it makes it so ominous and scary and all the, like, you know, dilapidated structure, all these skeletons just laying around the floor. So many skeletons. Oh my gosh. It <laughs> There's just makes so many bones. <laughs> so many bones. Oh my gosh. It's Bone Town. It is. It is <laughs> and not in the is, fun way. It is Bone Town USA <laughs> in, in there. I. It's so good that it, it, it just really drives the tension up, right? Because yeah. you know that there is something bad waiting for them yeah it it raises the stakes so much like we Mm -hmm. already knew what was going on at this castle we already knew that this was going to be dangerous we saw the lava right but the minute we get inside and we see the you know the shadows of people as they were burnt alive still on the wall (sighs) like that before even seeing the dragon the stakes are skyrocketing. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we know that, and I think Shrek knows this too, and obviously Donkey knows this because Donkey is still somewhat terrified. Yeah, but 100%. Uh, Shrek knows that. Okay, this is it's kind of go time right now, right? Like, it's yeah. I have we have to get in, we have to get out, we have to try and avoid what the potential danger is here as yeah. much as possible. And I think that's a what you just said there. I think that I, I want to point out one of the words you just said. You said avoid. Mm-hmm. Shrek has no intention in slaying this dragon. Nope. Unlike no, all, all of these knights that came before and all of these people that fought before, Shrek has absolutely no intention of doing that. Shrek said, I'm going to be ready for what happens, but I'm going to get in and get out without them even noticing. Exactly. And I think that, again, I think that... Uh, that really gives us an insight to Shrek's character. Like, mm-hmm. sure, Shrek always describes himself as this, like, big, powerful, terrifying ogre, right? <clears throat> because, again, that's what he's been told all of his life, and that's kind of yeah. how he was raised, and that's how people treated him. There's no shred of ego there, though. No. Like, no. he's – he he even though he can recognize himself as a, quote-unquote, terrible – horrifying scary ogre he knows that he cannot take on a dragon no like he 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 knows that deep in his soul he's like me versus a dragon is not gonna happen and so for him as he's coming into this kind of mapping out a game plan being the humble humble ogre that he is 
he does say he does take that moment of realization of we are avoiding as many things as possible we're getting the princess we're getting out of here and that's it that's all we're here to do and and in that moment where he is making this plan and he is talking with donkey and preparing to split up which oh you never split up Mm-mm. <laughs> but no i'm <coughs> sorry no but in, in this moment where they're planning to split up shrek says something that is so cool to mm. learn about his character he says that he knows exactly where the princess is and that she is in the tallest tower yeah and you know why he knows that because he he has read that book because so he has read those books He is a fairy tale lover. Well, or a fairy tale hater. Either way, he's read them. He knows them. He He understands uh, the story structure. He knows the lore. He Mm -hmm. he knows the deep, deep lore. Uh, Before we move on to what, uh, to, you know, probably my and a lot of other people's sexual awakenings uh, as a (laughs) child, before we move on to that, uh, (laughs) Shrek Shrek does drop in my opinion, the burn of the century, something oh. that was said on many a childhood playground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he looks at Donkey and he says, Donkey, two things. Shut up. <laughs> and again, <laughs> I don't know how many times I used that when I was a child. I think I probably told my mom that once or twice. Oh, and no. <laughs> got some pretty big heat for it. But come on. It is such a good line. It yeah. is just mm, – chest kiss it's up there. it is up it there. is the the dialogue in this movie continues to be one of the strongest points in it um obviously the animation is incredible but without mm-hmm. without the 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 characters feeling lived in mm-hmm. that you're not going to get anywhere with a story and exactly. i've seen i've seen a lot of movies recently where it looks beautiful and i could care less about the characters in it and yeah. so it becomes forgettable because of that. This movie uses the, the that kind of dialogue. Like, it's funny. It's childish. Mm-hmm. It is exactly what Shrek would say in this moment. Like, yep. it's so perfect to that character. And it's just a testament to the writers again. Yes. Uh, speaking of writers, let's go. They won. They won their strike. Ooh, yes, yes. I'm so happy. Congratulations. Ooh. Congratulations, yes. writers. We're so Congratulations, happy. Congratulations, WGA. That's awesome. Yes. Very happy to hear that. Um Let's hope that this continues a really open uh, conversation between uh, studios and writers and mm-hmm. actors and producer everybody. Let's hope that this, you know, these this is just the beginning, and we yeah. continue to see representation for uh, the people who are putting in the work and not just Absolutely. the studios funding the projects. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yes. Uh, so. Sexual awakening. Yeah, right? yeah. I think, I think we have to. I we got to get there, there now. Were, I think there were a myriad of films in the '90s, especially for us, right? Being born in the '90s, yeah. Um, being born in the mid '90s, growing up through the late '90s and early 2000s, there were a lot of films, mm-hmm. a lot of films that really kind of uh, defined our taste in our oh, yeah. attractions, right? Oh, I yeah. know for you, uh, the Mummy, was the a Mummy, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, I think I think that was a lot of people's sexual awakenings yeah. as well. I would also agree. I think the Mummy was a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, hey, something about animation studios and drawing moms and aunts and. <laughs> 
dragons <laughs> to look just like an absolute baddie, just a, just a straight up baddie. <laughs> they know what they're doing. I, they obviously know what they do. They're doing. My, my favorite part about this just now is we built this up for a couple minutes now. Um, no, and everybody who's watched the film knows that two characters get introduced here in a moment: Fiona and the dragon, mm-hmm. and. A lot of people were probably thinking you were about to talk about Fiona. Oh, no. I'm, tra- no. I'm talking about the dragon. 100%. I, listen. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I don't know. It's like when she, when the dragon, when we get that close up, when she, when she is like, when she has finally confronted Donkey after like destroying that bridge. Yeah. When we get that close up of the eyeshadow mm-hmm. and the eyelashes and the <laughs> lipstick and then you like see her like full like full bodied like this nice like pear shape like, <laughs> Woo! hold on i gotta i gotta you need a, a minute dr- you- i gotta take a drink of water i gotta i gotta i gotta calm myself <laughs> down real quick yeah this, this <laughs> i love that we also see a shift in the animation though like to, to talk about it that way they do really feminize this dragon Mm -hmm. but it takes a second for us to really notice it because we're noticing it as donkey notices it i think we're seeing this dragon through his eyes Mm -hmm. at first where we're seeing you know a terrifying creature tall scary and then oh it's a girl dragon is when we start seeing those features yeah come into play yeah it's such a good reveal Mm -hmm. it's a really really good reveal because I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know about you, Nicole, but any fairy tale or any story that I've read, uh, especially as a child, right? Mm-hmm. Especially as a child, where there is a dragon in it, I, I you know, this may be this may be a con, a, a, a per, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A preconceived notion yeah. about dragons and dragon anatomy. Mm-hmm. But when I was a child, I always imagined dragons as being masculine and scary mm-hmm. and terrifying right not saying yeah. that female dragons can be scary and terrifying because obviously we we see that here, here we are yeah but as a child you know as a child that's oh, yeah. kind of that's kind of the image that is almost placed in your brain from yeah media that's, well that's other- just a product of like when truly when we grow up in the like stereotypical gender norms you know all of the unicorns in the fantasy world were women and all of the dragons are boys like right it's just exactly that's how we grew up, and I'm glad that we've learned through awesome movies like this and you know, Aragon um, mm-hmm. and other things like that, that that can be different and the expectations can be different. Right, and exactly. And that's what and they so did here. It is, and it is, like you said, it is such a good reveal for, from imagining as like as a if we go back to as a kid watching this and seeing that dragon for the first time, being mm-hmm. like, this dragon is going, this dragon's going to eat Donkey. Right, this 100%, dragon is easily yeah. gonna swallow him. Well, swallow him up in a couple of different senses. Stop! Uh, <laughs> Absolutely, you are in jail, Brayden. Jail. Uh, this dragon is going to. This dragon is going to eat donkey. Right. That's yeah. our. That's what we're seeing. But then, as soon as it switches, as soon as we get that nice close up of the dragon finally um, confronting donkey. Mm-hmm. And seeing that it is a female dragon. Yeah. And Donkey, being Donkey, not 
always knowing when to, you know, keep quiet, which Mm -hmm. honestly, at this point, what's happening right now, it's a really good thing that Donkey is not staying quiet. He is, he's kind of, he, sure, he may be like, like floundering his words a little bit, but he is, he, he's going into survival mode, right? He's trying to do everything. His intrusive thoughts Mm -hmm. are his saving grace. Yes. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And, you know, just him complimenting this dragon as much as he can. Uh, You know, sweet sweet talking this dragon to hopefully, in his mind, oh, she's going to let me go. Mm -hmm. But she is not going to let him go. And Mm -hmm. she is fully going to be just enamored with him. Yeah. And she's going to take him off somewhere. We're not sure. Which... I think is such an interesting switch in the dragon's, you know, overall objective in mm-hmm. this moment because we need to remember Fiona is not the only person trapped in this castle. Exactly. The dragon is just as trapped as Fiona, just in a different way. The dragon is uh the dragon is just waiting for her prince like Fiona mm. is. Yeah, that that is exactly what the 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 dragon is wanting and she's seeing all of these people coming and realizing that they're not there for her. Mm-hmm. And finally there's a a creature here mm-hmm. that in her mind is there for her. Exactly. And that that's is a, show, that's, and that is showing interest yeah. in her. Yeah. Whether that, that interest even though that exactly interest is what out she of fear. wants. <laughs> you know, there, there's a fine line between love right. and fear, I think. <laughs> uh, we, You know, we did skip a little bit past this, but I think that's okay mm-hmm. because we, we will be talking about this in the next episode. Uh, we do get a very, very brief glimpse of Princess Fiona as yes, Shrek crashes through the ceiling of the tower, at, which just wakes her up. Well, maybe not wakes her. I, I don't know how she would have been sleeping through all that noise outside. No. Uh, but she, probably just you know, sitting there counting sheep. Oh, for sure. She's probably she's definitely startled though. Yeah, so yeah. We do see her very briefly just sit up in bed really quick as Shrek crashes down uh, through the ceiling. So, you know, it's been a long road. It's taken mm-hmm. us seven episodes to get here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess technically we saw pr- what Princess Fiona looked like when Farquaad in the was mirror. doing the whole dating game and everything. But right. we now are actually finally introducing meeting her, yeah. meeting her, and introducing our last main character, Princess Fiona, mm-hmm. which. Unfortunately, we will not be talking about that in this episode. No, no. But we will be talking about it more in the next episode. And I can't wait because Princess Fiona is one of my favorite princess characters in all of media. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm really excited to chat about her and the genius that is Cameron Diaz. Yes, absolutely. But later, not now. <laughs> later, episode eight. You'll have to you'll have to come back. You'll have to listen uh, to to the next episode so that we can finally talk about yes uh, the one and only Princess Fiona. Oh, so excited! Yes. Uh, me so, as well. Brayden, before we before we kind of wrap up this section of yeah. this, I have a question for you. Oh, I'm always ready. Um, what would be your method? of infiltration into this castle you've played dnd i've played dnd we've done we've done quests like this before Mm -hmm. but if you had to go in and get save a person from a dragon guarded castle what what method are you taking like what what's the route yeah you know i think 
I, I think Shrek kind of had it right and in the sense of you want to avoid things as much as possible, mm-hmm. right? You want to try and, uh, you know, uh, leave no trail, leave no trace, be quiet, be stealthy. <clears throat> I think I would add on top of that, if we're, if we're talking about this situation that we're currently in right now, yeah. where, you know, I am the one approaching Fiona's castle. I would take an extra precaution – and which Shrek kind of does it. Shrek kind of does this, but I don't know if he does this for the reason that I would do it. I would, before I would go in, I would gather up as much like ash and soot as I could, mm-hmm. and I would just coat my body in it to cover okay. my scent, right? Ooh. So that I just smelled like ash and soot from a fire. And so I would try and cover up any sort of human scent that I had on me as possible. And I would just, I would just move through that castle silently. I would, I would take a full ass week to move through that castle (laughs) without making a single sound if I could. That is incredible. And I love that for you. I am a bard through and through. I would play the distraction route (laughs) i would i i don't i'm not sure what i would do yet but it would be some sort of distraction probably using music um you would go full you would go full like uh full macaulay conkin in home alone (laughs) when uh when he sets up all those cardboard cutouts and they're all dancing and they're all dancing that's what you would do that is what i would do i think (laughs) (laughs) you'd put up a big tarp with just like these shadow puppets yeah that that would be going while you were just making your way through absolutely but I think we can uh, both agree that Shrek probably lucks into the best mm-hmm. option here being literally flung into yes. the, the room that he needs to be in. You know what? That was going to be my second answer, but uh, I don't think <laughs> I I don't think I have the constitution of an ogre, so that might yeah, end up that, that, that might, might hurt a up, little. <laughs> that might end up very badly. You <laughs> you would get flung and then take the full last week of their recovery. Right, recovery. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh gosh. Well, I think we've come to the end of this scene. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for listening so much. Uh, come back next time when we talk about Princess Fiona and talk about Miss Cameron Diaz, our last main character of the Shrek films. Absolutely. Uh, awesome. We look forward to seeing you all next time on Get Ready to, to Get, get Shrek. Get Shrek this weekend, everybody. Bye, everyone. I'm, 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 I'm walking the boat, go, boat, go. go.